Welcome to the Loser's Corner, your place for Delt Legends fantasy news. And now, your hosts, Ray Goulet and Shane Yardley. All right, welcome in to the Loser's Corner. I am your host with the, you know, a really good amount of good wide receivers until Tyler Lockett gets hurt, Ray Goulet. Uh, I'm joined, as always, with Shane. I'm going to give Ray a little bit of hope that he's going to get into second place this week, Yardley. Uh, Shane, how's it feel to disappoint me? Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm surviving right now. That's how I feel. I'm surviving. That's pretty good. I'm doing pretty well. I I, I like it. Um, I didn't realize when I first started playing fantasy football that it wasn't about scoring points. Um and I really think that that's something that I, I I should have picked up on a long time ago and just n- tried to not score points, but just win instead. Um, now, some people might be confused as how I do that, and I'm really not at liberty to say. Uh, it's it's just something that happens, you know? Oh, no, he closed his door. I think he's going to yell at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um... I, I'm still going to go on record as your, your team. I, so first off, congratulations to you. I think that win right there really puts you in almost guaranteed playoff. Um, I think you need one more, and you're definitely in. So so that was awesome for you this week. Uh, five straight wins. You got to feel good about that. Um, I do. I do. Um, but I, I'm going to just say, just, just kind of tap the brakes just a little bit. Um, you are... You have the fewest points scored against you by almost two by over two hundred, by over two hundred points. Twenty points a week less scored against Ray than any other team. I I know I know you're right, but it's all about it's, you it's getting into your opponent's head. You're right. It's the yeah. defense. You like obviously. I mean, last year Tom Brady doesn't win that Super Bowl without Bill Belichick's defense. Like defense wins championships, and that's what I'm doing. That's what I am bringing to the table. Oh, my God. I just described myself as the Patriots. That was good. Yeah. No, as I'm, a Dolphins fan, I, you should feel very I feel very, very dirty. I, you know what? Let's feel a little bit better about both of our seasons um, and about, you know, just in general about ourselves. Uh, and let's uh let's call and Pat? <laughs> 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 I mean, I feel like that's the best way to feel better about ourselves. No, I was thinking a different guest, so we'll call in oh, a guest. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, Shane, I figured that since I mean we're getting to the point where we sort of know where people are, break like in the standings and who really has the chance to succeed us as the podcasters. I figured we'd bring someone in for a little taste of what it's like before it was time for their due. So well, uh, we want them to be prepared for when they eventually take over. So I think this is a kind of a nice like an easing uh, passing of the of the torch of the baton, if you will. Um, so I think that this is, this is really, I mean, we're just being responsible right now. Yeah, I think so. Like a good transition. So, uh, Drew, welcome in. <laughs> uh, that's a wonderful welcome. Thanks boys. I was, uh, I see that you both lied to me that you didn't have anything to say, but you definitely did, which shouldn't have surprised to me that, uh, you would both lie to me. Honestly, and... that was completely off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah. it was, it was pretty easy. <laughs> I was speaking from the heart, Drew. It, it worked very, very well. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, I, as I continue to stare down the barrel of just 1,000% finishing in the last two 
Um, this is something I wasn't, you know, I don't know if anyone can do it as good as you guys can. That's all I'm going to say. So hopefully maybe some good karma there will keep me away from it because I don't know if I could spend uh, an hour every day having to try to chase uh, Pat Healy down because he's a bitch and won't, won't make sure that he's ready for our, our podcast together. I mean, it's going to be Brian Adams, so come on, who are you kidding? See, I think I think we're all uh, we're all taking Brian for uh, for granted. I think that he is getting his team ready for Week 14 to literally just attack whoever he has to play. Uh, I think he's got some favorable matchups. I think that's the one thing that he's done right this year as he continues to get like a blasted every week. Uh, I'm pretty sure his matchups are pretty good. Uh, no, I lied. You know, Drew, all of that analysis, it actually was fantastic. And I, I really appreciate it because I, I feel like you're getting into it and you're starting to find what your voice is going to be. But you're forgetting one very important factor in this. It's Brian Adams' team this year. So, Who is Brian Adams playing in Week 14? Since well, looking it, at it. we don't know until, yeah, we don't the, know. Oh, yeah. until the playoffs come out. As but of I mean, right now, it would be <laughs> Ken Wicks, which would be kind of rough for him, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's got Breeze and uh, Mahomes, who are both going to be facing um, uh, both will be facing rough opponents in the Patriots and the 49ers. But maybe Mahomes will be the play then if he hasn't traded them away and try to get some something for him before. So I guess we'll have to see. Um, well, and I think, too, the other thing that I think needs to be said is that Brian's not going to get an easy matchup. I, I, I really think that that – Nine ten spot, I mean the nine spot really is what we're talking about here. Um, it's not going to be occupied by Ray's team, which means that he's actually going to have to face like a team that puts up points on a weekly basis. I mean, the funny thing is, is that I feel like this is that's a layup for me to to, to dunk that in, uh, you know, to finish that. But uh, Ray's team is actually like turning a corner, and I don't want to say it. Um, I think Ray could potentially. Well, I mean, not this week. His team's not looking good. He's got a lot of guys on by. Uh, oh, I wish we could switch the schedule right there. Um, <laughs> uh, I really wish we could switch the schedule there because I'm, I'm, I need something. Um, I think that, you know, he's headed in a better place than where he started. Uh, I think that we, we could be in some trouble. But, I mean, I, you know, I talked to Ray earlier. I, you know, I said I wanted to talk about the bottom side of things. Um, but um, I think it, it's a pretty – I don't want to, like, kiss to death or anything, but uh, – I think that this league is already over and I think it's uh, everyone's chasing for a second and good luck. That's all I'm going to say to everyone else because I won't be there. I, I can say that with confidence that I won't be in the top six, but uh, good luck to everyone else. Cause I think you're all in some serious trouble uh, when it comes to the end of uh, the end of the year. Yeah, I know. Trying to beat me at the end of the season is going to be real tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's just really, really, yeah, it's going to be tough for everyone. I can't, I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, it's just, you know, I think that, you know, I think someone made some good choices at the, at the very beginning and uh, they made some things that, that you know, kind of sh- made our sugar heads at the beginning. And then, you know, Christian McCaffrey has become a workhorse and we all look like idiots for saying, why didn't you take Saquon, blah, 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 and stuff like that. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens here. Um, it's, a, it's a big week for me to try to try to sneak into seventh or eighth. You know, I'm going to need a, a victory here today and this week and some help from my friends, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So. so, Drew, while we have you, though, because I don't want you to leave just yet, we do need to talk about your matchup this week. 
And the thing is, so when when Ray told me that you were coming on the pod this week, he told me, I think on Sunday at some point. Mm -hmm. And Sunday night, Monday morning, I woke up and it was looking real good for you. Like, right? Because Monday morning, you were still, you were still looking like you had it. No, uh, seven, like eight o'clock, eight o'clock on Sunday. I was okay. very excited. Okay, uh, that's thought, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, and Malcolm exchanged some texts. I thought I had a chance. Um, you know, things were looking really good, and then Dalvin Cook and Amari Cooper just shoved it right in my anal hole. That's right. Um, yeah, you're right. Like you're right. Yep. And got destroyed by those two. So. Yeah. No, it was looking really good for you. I was I mean I was rooting for you because I needed Malcolm to kind of uh, come down because things weren't looking great for me. Uh, at that point, and I thought I thought you had it. I was banking on a win here. I thought that this was going to be kind of a victory tour for you. Uh, I'd come on and be able to kind of pound your chest a little bit, say you were still in it, and then, uh, like you said, Delvin Cook and Amari Cooper. That's rough. Yeah, yeah no, um, my booking agent uh, got me this gig, and uh, we had had some <laughs> discussions uh, together, and uh, we were, you know, he was like, oh, you know, I need you to help me out, you know, even though like, he doesn't need it, but like, I think you're going to be there. Uh, four and six, you know, right now put would, would have put me in, uh, it would have kept me in 10th. So, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't, wouldn't have moved, moved up far, but then that four and six, you know, with uh, the rest of the matchups this coming week, you know, I think, I think being in 11th, uh, there's, you know, I have a couple of matchups that clearly that are important to me. So like Ken, I mean, Letary against Charlie is a big match for me because, I need Ken to be, to be Charlie, to go above him. Um, I need, I need Josh Curtis to to put it to Ken Wicks so that I can kind of slide up there, and not even slide up there because all I'm going to be doing is is is, is tying them, and then I'm still going to have uh, some points to catch up. Um, but you know that's the first thing I need to get done, and then hopefully I don't know how my schedule goes in the last two weeks. Uh, I play Healy, and then Terry. So um, you know. First things first, I got to be Brian. Uh, I'm gonna talk to him about possibly uh, laying down this week. Uh, I want everyone to hear that on air, so that there is the talk of collusion when I do be Brian this week. I feel like every time a guest comes on this show, they have to talk about colluding in some way. And guys, you don't have to. It's fine. You can come on the show and just go go completely straight. It's fine. Like you do not have to collude on the podcast. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that if I mean, if there's anyone to ever collude, it's Brian Adams. So if I need him in this spot, um, you know, I, I think that this is this is my time to really, you know, say, hey, man, I, I need some help. You gotta you gotta take this one for me because I mean, you can't get any further, you know. And I still have those, you know, those Patriots Cowboys tickets that I haven't sent you yet. So you know, <laughs> rem- rem- remember who uh, who uh, you know. Butters your bread for uh, for next next Sunday night. Now that I don't think that's actually collusion, but that is definitely coercion and bribery. <laughs> well, I mean, we might as well add something new to the uh, to the uh, league that hasn't happened before. So we all try to find new ways to, you know, be sneaky. So well, at least we have it on air. Uh, Drew, before we go, I did have one question: Why is Baker Mayfield still on your team? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say this. Um, I, I feel bad. That, I don't know that you must not do a lot of prep before the, uh, the show because Baker Mayfield is not on my team. Uh, he was dropped about an hour ago. Um, <laughs> so, okay, you know, sorry, I sorry. I mean, you could look at my team and say that maybe I was still, still had Chris Herndon, but same thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, so he was dropped at um at 444. All so right, cool. So kind of... I would say probably nine weeks too late, but still pretty Yeah, good. so I mean, clearly um, uh, my biggest downfall this season was putting all of my baskets in the fucking Browns. Uh, baskets in the Browns. Uh, my eggs in the in the Browns basket. Uh, they fucking stink. Uh, that's that's my fault. Um, I should have I should have foreseen that. Um, I don't know why I didn't, but you know. Um, now I have to spend a lot of money on Brian Hill this week for uh, to try to pick someone up in uh, for the next couple of weeks so I can have a running back. That's How much are you life. spending on Brian Hill? Just just so that we can all be aware. Like you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I, I would be telling you that. All I'm just saying is, is uh, with some of the idiots that we have in this league, I'm sure that, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I have enough. You're going to drop a Wayne Gallman-like number? What was Wayne? 35. <laughs> <laughs> maybe more. <laughs> i just going to say, I felt disgusting throwing $23 at Kalen Balaj last week, but I was like, he's the only thing that they have there for a running option. And it's gross. And I, I, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it. I mean, honestly, like, I think, wow. Uh, yeah, you put $23 and a guy bid $2 on him. That's, uh, oof. you know, I mean, I guess, I mean, Shane, <laughs> Shane, I, I, I guess I hadn't reviewed these and I got to go back. I actually, actually have to look at your face when I ask you this. You're going to make fun of me. About anything I potentially could do, and you spend forty-one dollars on Ty Johnson, who doesn't look, have. Here's the thing. 10 points look at my look at my roster, though, because I mean, like, I I was just like throwing darts at that point. I, I don't have a lot of needs. My guys aren't hitting, but like, there's not a lot of needs on my team. Uh, you do have one glaring need, and that's the need for wins. I mean, oh. I've got five of them so far, so I feel pretty good about it, and I'm in sixth place right now. So again feel okay also i feel like this is really a good time too for me um clearly like I, it's kind of like i don't know uh if anyone else i mean everyone's from maine so they all remember who's the guy that used to sell the fucking like things and like uh, like on the magazine on the radio you could like call in and it was like like you know the like the wanted ads on the radio does anyone remember that is that just a like a main thing is that, i, I have no Shane? idea what you're talking about i've got no clue lived here my whole oh. life come on really well, we, anyways, I, I'm looking for to trade for a running back. So if anyone listens to this, uh, no this, trades uh, are over. The trade window's the, gone. When did that happen? Apparently, like last, like Saturday or something. Yeah, like that. I thought, like I thought, I remembered seeing that it was last Saturday because it was my birthday. It was very easy to remember. And then Ross told me that it wasn't that. And I figured since that was his anniversary, because he's a dick and gets married on my birthday and takes all my friends away to DD for him. Um, that, yeah, 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 you do. <laughs> um, that he would be able to remember it, but I thought it was the ninth and, uh, I haven't yeah. looked into it, but yeah, no, I, I tried to make something happen with Charlie this, uh, like yesterday and, uh, and we both realized that we couldn't do anything. So that was too bad. So you're on your <laughs> own champ. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, I'm in serious trouble. No, this is this is uh, eye-opening, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Drew, for stopping by. 
Always appreciate uh, a little bit of practice for uh, for next year. I can't wait to work with Brian Adams and hopefully uh, have a wonderful show. I'm sure it'll be the second best season of the podcast so far. <laughs> you are probably right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> right, have a good night. All right. So that was that was an interesting conversation. Um, we didn't wind up talking about the matchup, though. <laughs> So let's go ahead and get right into the matchup then. Um, it, it was, you know, I mean, like Drew's team showed up, question mark. Uh, I mean, he, he's still got the the running back problems um, that he's had all season long. Um, he doesn't have running backs. It doesn't help that uh, Matt Breda went out um, in that game. doesn't look like he's probably going to be back next week. Uh, David Montgomery predictably comes back down to earth um, when he's not just scoring short touchdowns and things like that. Michael Thomas is obviously a beast on his team. Um, and, I mean, he, he got serviceable, I mean, good points out of Ryan Tannehill, but how good do you feel about putting Tannehill in your starting lineup? I mean, he hasn't been bad. He's been serviceable. And even even when he was on the Dolphins, he was a quarterback that if you picked him and you put him in in the right week, you weren't disappointed. He wasn't going to win you a week, but he would he would keep you afloat. And yeah, no, he wouldn't lose it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, like again, the results are there. I, I just don't necessarily. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot else going for him. Um, actually, interestingly enough, Baker Mayfield would have scored score more, more points. points. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then over on uh, on Malcolm's side, uh, wow, it, it must have been just so. It it's so heartbreaking to see a loss like just come into view, in, like after the four o'clock games. And to see a team swing 60 points against you. Wait, wait, but no, if you include the San Francisco D. Oh my God, it's points. 81 points. 81 points were scored after the after the one o'clock and four o'clock games. This I mean, man's, just this man's crazy. spirit is trampled and I'm glad we got him on the phone so that we can all know that he's, he's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Malcolm's team is for real. Um, they're, they're definitely, they're definitely scary. I mean, He's 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 a really good team, and yep. Matt Ryan doesn't put up points right there. Um, so, you know, it, it makes it even scarier when you think that that was his first game below 300 passing yards in like six games or something like that, or all season. I don't remember what it was, but I mean, it was he's a still lot. coming back from an injury. Uh, he hasn't been super great the last couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, that game against New Orleans was weird, especially with yep. Matt Ryan not being able to put up points, and them. I don't know. Not what I was expecting. This whole week was weird, football-wise. Um, this whole year has been weird. Well, no, I think this week, every 1-7 team put up a win. Hmm. That is pretty weird. All right. Let's go to Chuck and Ken Wicks's game. Uh, so, hey, congratulations, Chuck. Another win. This is got to feel pretty good. Four and six. Uh, doesn't look so bad. And uh, Ray, what happened to your uh, the team that you 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 fond over all of their their wide receivers, and all of a sudden it's like uh, they can't do anything anymore. Well, um, I think what happened was there was sort of a, a passing of the torch. See, my wide receivers hadn't been performing well, and they were supposed to. Um, so his gotten in line. And mine were like, oh, oh, this is where everything was supposed to happen. Um, 
But, like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, Ken, I, I think Ken really lost out this week because of just shit luck of things happening. Russell yep. Wilson's not a quarterback you expect to put up 21 points. Granted, San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be able to really do much. George Kittle being injured, I mean, that's, that's uh, probably 13 points different. I mean, it, sure, I'm giving him 20 points, but um, it's George Kittle. George Kittle can absolutely do 20 points. Um, he had a lot of average weeks. I mean, just or just down weeks. Nothing terrible, um, but but nothing that that pulled him up. For Chuck, he just had he had Derrick Henry and he had Dak Prescott, and and I mean that accounted for over half his points. Yep. And uh, I just wanted to point out we almost skipped over it um but this was the battle for trash mountain this week and really this is a little bit better of a battle for trash mountain than we're than we're used to usually the battle for trash mountain doesn't hit 100 points on either <laughs> side this that's is true that is, that's uh that's a step up for our league <laughs> so good job guys we're, we're doing well i think it's the podcast i think it's them listening to us <laughs> is making them better fantasy players um more people though need to use my strategy because that'll lead to more like low battle for trash mountains. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go away from your strategy for a second. Let's go to the highest scoring game of the week, uh, which was Ross's team versus Brian's team. I'm not gonna lie. I was totally rooting for Brian to be the second highest point total of the week. He just barely missed it by like four points. Um, but still, like this was clearly his best week of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, all of his guys really showed up. And, and kind of the most depressing thing of all, and let me just check. Oh, yeah. Or, hmm, is it? No, it couldn't have happened. But for a little while, it looked like it was possible that if he had put Mahomes in instead of Breeze, he could have won. But even so, um, you know, Brian, to, to what Drew was saying earlier, Brian has kind of turned a bit of a corner. Some of his guys are performing a little bit more. Um He's going with the Ken Letary strategy of two tight ends. It's working for him right now, um, but uh, but just kind of runs into another great scoring week by by Ross. Yeah, and I, I was with Ross, and there was a t- there was a point on Sunday when we both thought he was going to hit two hundred points. Um, <laughs> he was looking, he was hoping to be able to say that he outscored Brian Adams and Drew combined um which there there was a point where it looked like that could happen but brian really came back um ross's team is still really good uh even without cooper cup yeah and you just write that off as being just a weird week for him oh you don't worry too much about that's not something that's gonna be a regular thing um yeah no he had it was it was a pretty i mean like both of them top to bottom i mean honestly you kind of look at uh, Brian's side of it, and since he doesn't have the zero on it, it just looks a little bit nicer, but there's a lot more 20s over on Ross's side. Well, I mean, Breeze didn't put up that great of a game, um, especially for Breeze, especially against Atlanta's defense. Um, yeah. Which I can see why he put him in against Atlanta's defense, but uh, yes, 18 points versus... That's half of what Lamar Jackson had. Um, Ross played the the shit out of the Ravens, um, and it worked out for him this week. Yeah, no, Ross's team is good. Um, I, I disagree with Drew about kind of him being unstoppable to the, the finals, only because once you get in the playoffs, it's week to week, and you never know what's going to happen, who's going to go down. 
Um, but for right now, Ross's team is uh, is certainly looking good for that first week bye. You know, I really want to make a clip show of all of your trash-talking Ross's team not going to be able to continue to perform the way that it's performing. That and... is not what I said. I said that it's possible, and it's a week-to-week game. I was not saying that his team is not great. I've said it multiple times that he's got a good team. I mean, most of the time when you say it, it's like a sarcastic tone, but... Uh, no, but what I'm saying is I want to get that clip show reel going so that when I face him in the championship game, I can just play that before and really demoralize his team and see how low I can bring this giant. <laughs> All right, let's swing over to let's swing over to your game, Ray. All right, let's do it. I scored over 100 points again. Yeah. Two you weeks in a row. You had a good week. Yeah, you had a good week. I know. For a while, I thought I was going to be uh, up there and be the second highest point total. And then Tyler Lockett was like, nah. Nah, dude. Same with Chris Herndon. Um, which, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I yep. picked him up. I was like, oh, I'm going to be smart. Pick him up a little bit before his suspension. Hold on to him. Oh, hamstring injury? All right, fine. Well, I don't want to drop him. We're tight end, We're tight end hungry. Um, we'll just keep waiting, keep waiting, keep waiting. All right, he's finally in. Let's do it. Oh, not even two fucking points? Great. Fucking great. Um, and then out for the season. Like, oh, my God. Uh, but Devontae Adams and, and Tyreek Hill helped you to, to cleanse those tears off of your face. So I mean, it's nice having uh, your first two picks in, in the game. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, it's nice to have them back. Uh, and I, I think that is what uh, – that's pretty much what I got to say to everyone who's been shitting on me for not being able to score points. You guys try playing without your first two players and see, see how things go. Yeah. Um, uh, it's looking like I might have to, at least my first pick, so I'll tell you how it goes. It's not fun. Um, um, and then over on the Mad Dog side, again, it's kind of one of those games where nobody really did terrible, but just nobody did anything great to pick up for kind of the mediocre days. I mean, Marlon Mack, he was definitely expecting more out of against, yeah. against my Finns, um, being the only starter that actually was still playing for Indianapolis against them. Um, and Stefan Diggs with, with Adam Thielen out, Stefan Diggs not stepping up is just, it's so, it, it must be terrible. Yeah. It's going to be infuriating. Um, and then also, and I, you can't blame him for starting Buffalo over uh, Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's defense sits on his bench and puts up, uh, puts up big points. Not that it would have made the difference in the game, but you still hate to see that. He had a lot on by this week, though, so, you know, I guess... I mean, everybody had a lot on by this week. That's fair. I didn't have that many on by. I, I didn't either, but most people did, because it was six teams on by. I can say it, and it'll it's mostly true. All right, let's go to my game now. My very depressing game. So, where to start? Well, first, we're going to start with David Johnson letting me down. Again, because this is the second time that he's put up zero points. Or maybe put a .6 or something like that last time. Uh, this time, though, unfortunately, he played the entire game, uh, which makes it way worse. Uh, he looked terrible. Um, I think I read something that said it looked like he had a piano on his back, and I, I back up that analysis. He definitely did look like that. Um, so going into the Monday night game, I had a chance. I had to have uh, Emmanuel Sanders outscore Jimmy Garoppolo by seven. 
which was totally possible. Um, Garoppolo throws the pick in the first quarter, and I was like, all right, nice. And then there was, like, defensive holding, so that pick came back. Um, Then a couple receptions to Sanders, and then he comes up holding his ribs and is out for the rest of the game. And I turned it off and went to bed at that point because I realized that it was over and I didn't care anymore. So uh, it was a rough week. Uh, I was really rooting for you. Um, Probably the most I've rooted for any other team this year. Um, So, I mean, I'm I'm just a little disappointed. I I thought you would be able to do a little bit better. I mean, it just, again, it's kind of one of those situations where I had a couple of really good players. um, But other than that, and it was like, you know, Greg Olsen shows up the first time or in a while. Um, It was frustrating. It was frustrating to watch. But Josh's team uh, did really well. Darius Slayton. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's like, wild. Give me a break. Do you remember that we talked about this two weeks ago when he had Slayton in his lineup and he went off and we were like, oh, it's never going to happen again, Josh. And I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to say those things anymore. Um, I mean, it's never going to happen again. <laughs> Frank Gore did get a close touchdown called back. Um, so, so that was kind of rough for him to watch and gave me a little bit of hope and, uh, it just made my my Sunday into Monday even worse. With hey, but on back. your side, Ronald Jones, that was a good play. Good job. They're utilizing I, I mean, him like he needs to be utilized. I'm I'm giving you credit, even though I was going to say look uh, at the, the other bench. option was Madison. There, there was uh, yeah, there was no <laughs> other option. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just disappointed in you, Shane. I, I was expecting more. Yeah, no, I'll try to uh, win your approval next week. Um, okay, so we're going to go to uh, my my bold pick of the week. Uh, and I don't care that I've been making this pick all season. I don't care because I actually called. Usually I've just been saying that Ken's never going to win again and that he has a terrible team. This time I actually said in this game, he will not win. And so I was right. I was right by a lot. Yeah, and I, I was uh, a little off with my prediction of Austin Eckler getting 30 points. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was not close. This was uh, – Pat's guys came out to play, you know. Aaron Jones has a huge game, uh, you know, his every other game where he goes off next week. Aaron Jones Pat, is the guy you bring up on Pat's side of the ball instead of Christian Kirk blowing yeah. it up for almost 40 points. Well, so the only reason I bring up Aaron Jones first is because I actually have an analysis for him where I get to make fun of Pat. I was oh, going to tell okay. Pat that Aaron Jones was going to score three points next week. Christian Kirk, on the other hand, I think he's for real. I think, I mean, like, he's been really good all season. Um, he hasn't been getting the touchdowns. And clearly he he piled them up this week. Um, so kind of a huge week for Pat. Um, his and guys really – It yeah. looks like Kyler really enjoys – Christian Kirk as well. So like, that's, that's something you really want. Um, yeah, but I mean, the rest of his team is, I guess all you need is a good one running back and a good wide receiver and to not play Jared Goff. I mean, he, he's going to be happy about Damian Williams, uh, looking like he may have taken the Kansas city job back. Who knows if he did, who knows if they really rested McCoy or whatever they were saying they were doing. Um, but you know, I mean, you know, Michael Gallup, you like him as a number two. They throw enough on that team that, you know, he's solid. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I think – I don't think he's as bad as he's been. I 
please, nobody misunderstand me. I am not saying that Patrick Healy's team is good. I'm saying I don't think it's as bad as it's looked this season. I mean, it's a playoff caliber team. (laughs) All I'm going to say. It it can't be a playoff caliber team because if he's in, I'm not. And I can't can't allow that possibility to enter my mind right now. Yeah, that'd be rough. That'd be rough. Um, Over on Ken's side of the ball, um, just – just bad up and down. I mean, pretty kind of mediocre days, nothing, nothing good. And, and Austin Hooper, I don't know. I haven't seen any more about his sprained MCL. Um, but it looks like he might be out for at least a little while. So that's going to hurt him. Yeah. I looked, I looked for news on that and, uh, doesn't sound promising or it not that it doesn't sound promising there's just no news on it which i mean when it comes to a injury like that no news is not good news right absolutely all right so let's uh let's look ahead to next week looking ahead to next oh i really want to do it i'm going to i'm going to um the game I'm going to be watching next week because I believe that in this game, the lower seed is going to win. And that person is going to be Charlie. Charlie's Natter Days are going to take down Ken's Chinese Waving Cats next week. You heard it here first. It is going to happen. I probably should actually look at the game to see if like the matchups say it might happen. But, uh, but I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, Ken's going to roll with Jarvis Landry uh, going up against that uh, Pittsburgh secondary just because Jarvis Landry had a good week last week. Now, after he listens to this, he's going to say, oh, maybe Shane's right and I need to take them out. But then he's not going to want to take them out because I said it. So we'll see what happens there. That'll be a fun little mind game to play with him. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying it. I'm calling it right now. Uh, Chuck's going to win next week. All right. That's fair. Um that does look like a good game. Shit, I don't even know. Uh, I did, I like was thinking about this one as a joke, but looks like a good game though. If this one I think you're going with. Yeah, I. So originally I was just gonna say that I wanted to watch this to see if there was the uh, CCE of collusion, coercion, and extortion um, that actually went on in Drew's and Brian's game to see if Brian Adams had any shred of integrity in his body. Um, but I mean, it actually looks like it might be a good close matchup. Um, the rest of these, I guess I'm not super interested in. I'm, I will be watching my game, uh, very scared cause I'm going to hit with yeah. a bye week. Uh, and with Tyler Lockett, uh, not doing super well. Um, with not a lot of news coming out about that. Uh, Pete Carroll I, keeps saying he's good. Uh, yeah, but I saw that he spent the night in the hospital in the Bay Area. Like, right, for leg swelling. Hopefully. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Um, I don't know. I'm just nervous about it. I, I think what I did, I think I did something very terrible last week, and I was talking with Ross about how I was so proud of my three good wide receivers, and it was great having them together. And like as I was saying it, I was like, what am I doing? I've doomed myself. Um, so are you going to actually pick the game, or are we just going to – 
keep looking at it, knowing what you're picking, and everyone's listening on the podcast being like, I'm not looking at my computer screen right now. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Well, no, everyone knows at this point that I'm talking about Drew and Brian's game. I said both there we of their go. names. Thank you. I said both of their names, also, and I referenced the beginning of the episode, or not the beginning of the episode, but our, our conversation. I was barely paying attention to you. So, also, uh, I want to say, though, this is actually the battle for Trash Mountain. I don't care what the scores say. 11 v 12, this late in the season, this is quite literally the battle for Trash Mountain. Oh, no, the battle for Trash Mountain will come in week 16, and we'll have a, a <laughs> glorious segment. Um, but I also want to point out that I'm excited about Ken Wicks's game. I want to see a bounce-back game from Ken, um, particularly because he's playing the second-place team, uh, and I would really like to be the second-place team and have less points than half the league. Um, half the league? Everyone in the league. That's not true. I don't have the league. I, I gave myself a little bit of a boost last week. Pretty close. Sure. Sure. But I'm still in third place. Yeah, there's uh, there's two people. Uh, there's three people below you now. You're right. Yep. You're I, right. I'm pretty sure I'm one win away from pretty much clinching. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, let's go winners and losers. Look at that. I can remember how our podcast works sometimes. Good right? job. Follow the format. All right. Let's see. Um, for winners of the week, uh, the winner of the week for me is Pat Healy. Um, it's not just because I picked that game and he made me look smart or at least look lucky. Um, it's because he keeps himself in the playoff picture with that win. That's a huge thing for him. Now, his points right now, he's going to have to get a lot more wins. He's really going to have to rack them up. But that being said, um, he's not out of it. He's not resigned himself to you know just trying not to host a podcast next year. Um, he's he's still in the hunt right now. So, so he's definitely the winner of the week. All right. Uh, my winner of the week is – it was going to be you, Shane. I was all ready. It's going to be great. Um, but it's actually your opponent. Um, because if you had won and he had not won, he would be the person that was immediately behind me with 200 more points than I do on the season. Um, wow. I'm really narcissistic, but no, he wouldn't have been immediately behind you. Malcolm still would have been immediately behind you. No, cause I would yeah, have been second. Points. Right. But oh. his point, but Malcolm's points would have been more than Josh's. So. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, but no, he would have been. What I mean was he was thrust yeah. out of second place by that loss um, for for me to sit there on my throne of garbage because I am the king. All right. So for the loser of the week, I feel like there's a couple of options here. Um, I'm not going to stay in that same game. I I'm going to go with Ken Wicks. Ken Wicks is the loser of the week and not just the week. Um, he's a loser of the last three weeks. Um, so he's got a three-game losing streak. Uh, he goes from being kind of a, an, an upper-level team, um, and now he's just kind of fighting for his life at this point. Uh, so, so he's really kind of fallen out of grace. Um, I don't know if you remember a few weeks back, I predicted that that would happen um, as far as uh, him being able to pay attention, making the moves. Ray, you talked about it, not trading away some of that surplus wide receivers for uh, for strength in other areas. Um, but uh, but he's definitely the loser of the week because he, he's really 
he's finding himself in a really tough spot now. Not to mention, sorry, Chuck, he lost to you. Um, that's not that's not great for anybody's team. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with our guest today. Uh, Drew Fitzherbert is definitely my loser of the week. To watch 80 points go by, to to rip rip that victory out of his clutches, um, and then make it make him look silly afterwards. Like looking at that final score, if you weren't following along, then you don't know that that's how that game played out, um, and that's. It's just painful, and Drew, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you for this. I feel bad for you for the whole season. Um, you put your eggs in the Browns basket, and honestly, when the Dolphins were starting their tank thing, I was like, all right, at least I'll root, I'll root on the Browns. That'll be fun to like watch a team win through the season. Uh, so it might be my fault a little bit. Like My, my poison as a fan uh, really, really got to them. I like how I still made it about me. Look at that. Um, but Drew, I feel for you. Um, I, I'm glad you're doing okay. Um, I look forward to hearing your voice a lot more next year. You know, and I do want to say actually, because because after you just said that, I think it's really important because obviously Drew didn't give up those 80 points. So I think kind of an honorable mention or an additional winner of the week for me has to be Malcolm. I mean, to put up 80 points in the Sunday night and the Monday night games, that's, that's huge. That's, I mean, like obviously a complete game changer. Um, so, so he's definitely going to be in the, the winner of the week category. I mean, that's what Ken scored or Letary scored pretty much the entire game. Both Ken's. <laughs> no, that is what Ken <laughs> scored. So he, he did what Ken did with an entire team with three guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that just about does it. That's it, yeah. Any Wraps it up for the week. Wisdom? Uh, I mean, I'm a pessimist, so I don't feel good about this week. Um, it is the Yardley Bowl, so that's kind of fun. Um, and both of us are fighting for that playoff position, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared as well. Uh, doesn't look like it's going to be going super well. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully my boy gets back uh, with Russell Wilson, and then I can have my team again. Uh, well, it'll take a couple weeks, but at least I'm playing some bottom-tier guys after Jason. Uh, have you seen who my last two opponents are? No. Take a guess if I'm talking about them like this. Uh, Ross and Josh? No, 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 no. I'm being Uh-oh. sincere when I say bottom-tier opponents. Oh, you've got no way. Do you really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've also got. Um, it was uh, Brian oh, Adams and Pat Healy, by the way. There you for, go. For yeah, the yeah, listeners bad, who aren't following along on bad, the TV bad radio here. <laughs> uh, so uh, I actually have Brian Adams my week thirteen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm trying to get up enough wins at this point because I'm actually really nervous about it. Because after all the things I've said. I feel like I'm definitely going to lose that game. No, no, no. Well, see, the problem is you reverse the Brian Adams curse. Um, so what we need to do is stand in solidarity this week and say that Brian Adams is going to lose this week. Right. Yep, absolutely. Um, Not a doubt in my mind. Mine either. Um, so uh, a little bit longer. This is like – I like how we fluctuate between like long and short episodes. <laughs> um, but uh, for this week – That's Shane Yardley, my wonderful, disappointing co-host. I'm Ray Goulet. 
and we'll see you guys next time after Brian loses. See you guys. been my best sign off of the year that was good yeah because i am the king